0: It's me, Crystal. With me is Monica. Hello! And Cameron.
1: You know, I was going to
0: ask what uh,
1: song you would think I should put at the start of this episode, but now I'm just going to use that. Link, He Come to
0: Town. Link, He Do Come to Town by System of a Down. They canceled the Zelda Netflix series, I think, and they're making a Zelda movie. Yeah, they are making a Zelda movie, Crystal. What do we know about it? All I know is that it's going to have tons of references and Easter eggs for all the diehard fans. For all the gamers out there in the crowd. And it's going to finally prove that video games are true art. Go on. Because, uh, (laughs) no, I can't go
1: on with this. I think think you can. I think it's inside of you. You have the power.
0: Well, these these damn big shot Hollywood directors like Martin Scorsese and these haughty critics like Roger Ebert don't respect superhero movies and uh, video games and uh, animation.
2: Do you two remember when they tried to get Ebert to like video games? Yeah.
1: Yes, I, I, I believe that's specifically
0: what Crystal is referencing. They told him oh. to play Eco, which is... Why would you tell him to play Eco? I I mean, it's a pretty good video game.
2: And Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. That one. I I don't know. Maybe cinematographically they thought Ebert would like it. I don't.
0: I just think they misunderstood who Ebert is because you know what game you should recommend to him is Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball. I was (laughs) going to say Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball.
1: Uh, He was a a, uh, breast man. The famous lover of
0: breasts.
2: I mean, yes, as a person who plays video games and has recommended video games to people who don't like them, uh, that is a great approach, knowing what he likes.
0: Yeah, gotta know your audience.
2: And delivering.
0: Yes. I just think it's funny that gamers tend to perceive Ebert as like a very stuck-up, haughty critic when... His actual character was like the guy who sticks up for movies that kind of suck. Yes. Though if they really
1: suck, he'd kick them to the curb. And sometimes he just had a bad day. That's true. But He's I mean, the the, that true the people's critic. It's what gave so much of his criticism so much color and texture.
2: Yeah. Uh, I have posed an agenda for today's call. Uh, okay. Why are you groaning already?
1: I was just thinking about it because the announcement was that it was going to be a live action movie.
2: Yes. The, the the first topic is initial reaction.
0: What's your initial reaction to the announcement of the Zelda film? The live action Zelda film. The live
1: action Zelda film. Monica, what was your initial reaction? Uh, immense dread. My initial reaction was, oh, out of all the options, they picked the worst one. And you don't think live use-
0: action could be good?
1: I'm not saying it can't be good. I'm saying it has the most going against it of every form of movie they could have picked. Like cell animation, CG animation, uh, stop motion animation. Crystal, imagine if it had been done with marionettes like, uh, what was it called? Silverhawk or something? Thunderbolt Fantasy? Yes, like Thunderbolt Fantasy.
2: Even a live action series might have been preferable. Yeah. Crystal, how was your reaction
0: um, I'm more optimistic about live action than you, I think. I do think it means that they probably can't do Gorons and Zora and Rito, or at least <laughs> I don't believe they can make them look good, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't mind a Zelda movie that had like more focus on the humans.
2: I, I also, as an initial reaction, immediately got a conversation to come in my future, which was, oh yeah, Monica, you like Zelda? You're going to go see that Zelda movie?
1: <laughs> That's true. Your co-workers do know that you like Zelda.
2: Yes. Or just random people. And it's going to be like, this is going to be what represents the important thing in my life to other people.
1: I guess when it comes to like dread for the future, my first one was I'm going to end up hearing from people, even if just in the emails of this podcast, I'm going to end up hearing from people who insist that the Zelda movie is actually really good, and its high box office numbers prove that, just like people are saying now about the Mario
0: movie. The Mario movie did prove that you can make $1.3 billion without a script. <laughs> that did happen. I you mean, You don't need a story in your movie. You're not
1: a big proponent of stories in the first place. Why do you say that? Because you've literally said before that stories are artifices upon which people place their expectations only to collapse
0: that's true i have said that i get (laughs) well i guess usually i tend you know when the script is good it's nice but a lot of scripts are really bad and i tend to have a better uh batting average with movies that are low story and high visuals Mm. what's a movie that you would call low story high visual? I forget every movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't have put you on the spot. <laughs> Quick to Letterbox. Yeah, let me go to Oh, uh, This is the magic
1: of podcast editing in that the people don't have to know how long they're looking.
2: I think that in terms of movies, at least, we have a Venn diagram comparison of movies that we like. And, yes. Uh... I would like to posit that my circle is the smallest circle. Okay. (laughs) Vampire (laughs)
0: Hunter D. Bloodlust is a movie that has a pretty simple story, and it looks absolutely gorgeous.
1: That is an excellent example. Man, I love Vampire Hunter D. Bloodlust.
2: I think you can have a very simple story. These two crazy kids in love want to go to the moon.
1: Yeah, that is what that was. I thought you were about to say that The Legend of Zelda is about two crazy kids in love. It is. Want to go to the moon? Yeah, it wasn't until you said uh, who want to go to the moon that I realized you weren't talking about The Legend of Zelda. That's how Monica would describe the plot of Majora's Mask if Zelda was in it.
2: I think that at least on the Venn diagram chart, Cameron's circle is bigger than mine of movies enjoyed and I'm almost wholly encapsulated by his movie enjoyment. Would you agree with by, with that?
1: I mean not completely, but yeah, pretty close. Pretty
2: close. Crystal, how does your circle fit in?
1: I'd say that Crystal's might be the biggest. The biggest circle? It's also very much offset from mine.
2: Mm.
0: I like lots of types of movies. Crystal has very varied tastes.
2: That's good. That's honestly much better.
0: I've been I've been kind of a movie mode over the past year and a half. You have. Your letterboxed is a testament to that. I've watched the 360 movies. Do you want people
1: to be able to read your letterboxed, or is that mostly a private thing?
0: Yeah, you can read it. I'm Arcane Crystal on Letterboxd. Great. We should plug that at the end of the episode, too. You can (laughs) see my opinions on movies like uh, Book Club, The Next Chapter. And Vampire Hunter D. Bloodlust. And Vampire Hunter D. Bloodlust. Movies used to look like that. Movies used to look like that.
1: What if The Legend of Zelda looked like Vampire Hunter D. Bloodlust?
0: That'd be pretty sick.
1: That'd be pretty sick. But it's not going to. I guess... Do you remember how Ernest and the way, the, the way that the Mario movie reveal went, they expected people to be so fucking excited for the casting of Chris Pratt as Mario. <laughs> they sure did. They sure did.
2: This one was a lot quieter of an announcement, all things considered.
1: It was part of one of their, um, one of their financial statements, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like this big Nintendo Direct announcement.
2: They knew who would be happy by the announcement. No one. Uh, f- uh, financial people.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll get a Nintendo Direct in like two years. Oh, uh, I hope it's not that fast.
0: I hope it takes them forever. I hope it falls through. <laughs> it does. You hope it falls through. I hope it falls through. Me too. You don't think it'll at least be like interesting to, to talk about?
1: Okay, Crystal. How interesting to talk about do you think the Mario movie is?
0: Um, not that interesting.
1: Well... Why am I supposed to have higher hopes for a less important series?
2: What if it was as as uh, interesting as the first Mario Brothers movie?
0: Now we are talking because that first Mario Brothers movie is a five-star flick. I just do not understand this historical
1: revisionism regarding the Mario Brothers.
2: I've never seen it.
1: Oh.
0: I think you'd like it. It's like a PG Robocop.
1: That's That's not wrong, and it does have Big Bertha in it.
0: Yeah, it has I, tons of cool effects.
1: And characters. I do love Big Bertha. Hold on.
0: As Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo, two, two of our finest actors.
1: I, I love Bob Hoskins' interview after where he's like, you know, I used to play Lear. <laughs> all, all the behind-the-scenes stories on Super Mario Bros., uh, the 1993 film. Also, fascinating behind the scenes because apparently that director was an absolute lunatic.
2: Was the the um, thing we watched about it by Matt McMuscles?
1: Yes, the what happened about it. Got into some... Um, apparently there was an awful lot of friction on set and very unrealistic expectations placed on the cast by the director. But that's a lot of movies. Let's see. Looking on justwatch.com slash CA... Right now, Super Mario Bros. ranks at the 8,087th most popular movie of the day. Wow. Yeah. And there's nowhere to watch it um, streaming in Canada. But we'll we'll figure something out.
2: Shall we go through our expectations of this movie? I think we have kind of already implied it, but...
0: Yeah, we should be explicit. Open
2: the the floor to expectations.
0: What, What do you expect from this film?
2: What I expect from this film, I expect if the Mario movie is any indication and the big names that have been attached that we'll talk about later, is this is going to be a script that is going to be um, massaged and whittled into meaninglessness by a, written by a board, basically. Um, which, you know, not ideal. It'll end up as exceptionally mid at, at uh, best or worst. I also think that it's going to take another five years, at least. To make. To make.
1: You think this movie's coming out in 2028 at the earliest?
2: Yes, because the announcement was that we've already been at it for a couple of years. Couple being the uh, broad sense of the word. And I think that Nintendo is not going to let go of it until they're confident that it is something that will be well received by an average and wide range of viewers. And that's going to take five years.
1: Five years to make us wait for a live-action Legend of Zelda movie. We might get a new Zelda game before then, at least a a 2D one.
2: Great. Crystal, what are your expectations?
0: I think Miyamoto having a billion-dollar movie in his resume means that this will probably go into production pretty fast. I think the director and the writer and the producer they hired signaled that this is going to be a Marvel style movie. So okay. you're right that it's going to be like massaged into nothingness. It's going to be a generic blockbuster with the Zelda brand.
2: Oh. And Cameron, your expectations.
1: I mean, that's pretty close. I'm pretty close to thinking it'll just be a generic blockbuster with a Zelda branding and it's going to be, it's just going to be nothing. It's just going to be empty calories. No fiber. Nothing. We're just going to... I'm going to see commercials for it when I'm browsing YouTube, if YouTube's still around in five years. And it's just like, I'm going to look at it and I think, I really like Zelda games, but I don't want to see this movie. That's what I expect. And I expect that when it comes out, it will be the most limp noodle mediocre, mayonnaise on white bread piece of shit that isn't even interesting enough to be truly bad.
2: I just had another vivid uh, future memory, which is of my former co-worker, who goes sees a lot of movies. Yeah. And she'll be like, oh yeah, you like Zelda. <laughs> I saw Zelda. What was the thing behind exceptionally meaningless uh, cameo or Easter egg? And I would go, oh, it's a thing, but... I don't know why they put that in there. Who
1: was that guy with the purple bunny mask?
2: Yeah, it's like, don't worry about it. I don't know why he's there. Or, you know, this weird pivotal moment in the movie focused on him.
1: I'll say that I expect it to be exactly a bowl of plain unsalted oatmeal. Much like the uh, Illumination Mario movie which, you know, has a little bit of edge in some scenes, but generally speaking isn't anything to write home about. And I would rather it be a very different pseudo-catastrophe, like the 1993 Super Mario Brothers, but we're not getting that.
2: Are we praying for catastrophe?
1: I would rather have a catastrophe than something that's just boring and uninteresting.
2: Crystal, are you paying, praying for a catastrophe?
1: No, I'd like it to be good. I'd like it to be good. If I Look, of the three options, I would rank them at the top goes good, But below that, I at least want it to be bad in an interesting way. Mediocre or boring is the worst thing it could be. Because I won't be able to get anything out of it. There's not going to be much to criticize. And people are going to spend 10 years telling me that it's good, actually.
0: Do you expect that Ganondorf will be in the film?
1: Do I expect? I don't know, to be perfectly honest. Um, I think that Ganondorf would be very hard to pull off in a way that's not reflexively super racist. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Just immediately super racist. Here's a question for you that's sort of a corollary to that, Crystal. Do you think that we will have a Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom-style population of Hylians, or will it be more in the Ocarina of Time style where everyone's white?
0: Hmm. Good question.
1: I think it is a good question because it does suddenly get a lot more racist if they're not like a multicultural society probably breath of the wild style it would be easier to cast that way i guess
2: it's also what they know has previously been liked true breath of the wild is
1: the, the face one.
2: of zelda at the moment
1: i see well speaking of expectations um i don't know if you've got this covered monica so just stop and tell me we'll come back to it uh-huh but do we think that this movie will draw from any particular Zelda games
2: oh I factor that into like story
1: oh okay okay. if
2: we want to quickly go through I imagine it'd be a shorter ask of the producer director and writer
1: okay well we can talk com- we can come back to it then
2: okay so the producer is
1: is that where we're going yeah okay
2: uh, the producer is Avi Arad who uh,
1: ran spider-man into the ground <laughs> three times
2: was the CEO of Toy Biz in the nineteen nineties? Is the Chief Creative Officer was of Marvel Entertainment and the CEO of Marvel Studios? And yes, his filmography uh, uh, as a producer includes all the Spider Mans, including Into the Spider Verse, and uh, also things like Ghost in the Shell with Scarlett Johansson, The Electra movie, Ang Hulk,
1: Uncharted,
2: now- Uncharted.
1: Oh God. I never saw Uncharted. How was
0: it? I haven't seen it. Okay, nobody's it seen it. It looks like what I expect a Zelda film to be like Oh,
1: that. no! I, I don't...
2: What do producers really do?
0: Uh, Aside they're from, the business guys. The, the
2: business guys. They move
1: the money around. Okay. They, they are literally just the people who move the money sure. around and work with advertisers to make sure that it's getting put over okay. in the right way. But you have to understand, that's like how producers worked a hundred years ago nowadays they are just money people
2: right right and aside from like choosing the director and some other key people or like pushing people to hurry up which i'm sure happens uh this guy has a very wide range of 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 movies
1: (laughs) sure but you have to keep in mind that he doesn't have any creative input that's what i mean he's just he hasn't One thing you could say about all the movies that he's backed is that they're completely safe. Mm. There's nothing risky in
0: any of them.
2: I've never watched the Electric.
0: Except maybe Ang Lee's Hulk. (laughs) Producers do sometimes have creative input, increasingly so, I would say, with, like, big-budget studio movies. Mm. Famously, um, he, like, forced Venom into Spider-Man 3. Ah. Oh, that is true. He made that movie much worse than it
1: would have been otherwise. Wait,
2: wait. Spider-Man 3...
1: Spider-Man 3 with Toby Maguire.
2: Oh, okay. No, I was thinking about the the um, Marvel
0: Universe.
1: No, no, no. Sorry, it was it, it, it was it was supposed to be I think I Crystal was it originally supposed to mostly be a Sandman movie?
0: Yeah, Raimi loved Sandman. He wanted to make a Sandman movie. Mm. And Ari Arad was like, nobody gives a shit about Sandman. Everyone loves Venom. You got to put Venom in the movie.
1: Isn't it interesting how the Sandman parts of the movie were actually good? Yeah, they were way better than the Venom parts. Okay, good is too strong, but certainly better.
2: I've never watched it.
1: You've never watched it?
2: I've never watched it. I have watched the first two of those Spider-Man movies.
1: You watched the 2007 Ghost Rider film, but you haven't seen- You took
2: me to see the 2007 (laughs) Ghost Rider film.
1: But you have- Hey, you cried at that movie.
2: I have a thing for dads.
1: But you haven't seen Spider-Man 3. No. It's one of the most iconic bad
0: movies of the past 20 years. The thing about Spider-Man 3 is that it is the best Spider-Man movie until the final act, and then it falls apart. Do tell. Once he stops being evil, once he takes off the suit and Venom appears for real, then the movie becomes bad. Because then it just becomes about fighting Venom and not really resolving any of the conflicts that have been set up earlier. Yeah, I buy that.
2: I only know Spider-Man 3 in that. Cameron can make the expression that Harry Osborn does with a pie.
0: Not on command. It just happens sometimes.
2: That's, the point that's
0: is, on. hiring Avi Arad communicates that this is a certain type of movie. And that type of movie is a Marvel movie. A Marvel movie. Yes. A, a non-MCU Marvel movie.
1: Arid is human sandpaper filing off everything interesting about the films that
0: he touches.
2: Um... It is also being co-produced by Miyamoto.
0: Great. <laughs> and Miyamoto's previous work is, of course, the Super Mario Brothers movie, which is also not a great sign.
2: <laughs> I, do we think that Miyamoto's like actively... Is he in his corner doing this and influencing the movie? Or is he being controlled and guided by let's say, 12 other people who are trying to steer him away from bad decisions. There
0: is no one on Earth who can do that to Miyamoto. Yeah, because the thing is that Nintendo owns the intellectual property, so Mm -hmm. they do actually have quite a bit of say.
2: Yes. And they are funding over 50% of the movie. The rest is by
0: Sony Pictures. Yes.
1: And there is no one at... What Monica's asking, Crystal, do you think that Nintendo has, like, 12 people who are trying to make help him
0: make reasonable decisions. Probably, yeah. I think he probably has people under him. Assistant producers. (laughs) Under him, certainly.
2: Never credited.
1: No one will ever be able to say no to him.
2: Maybe a very talented secretary. I don't know. People sit Nintendo for forever, and Aonoma and uh, Koizumi really take a hand in saying, fuck you, old man, in the most politest of ways. That's true. So maybe...
1: We've been in, uh, for, for our listeners, some high roll interviews uh, went up recently regarding the production of Ocarina of Time. And a lot of it had to do with how Aonuma and Koizumi, yes, the same ones who are still at Nintendo, uh, went behind Miyamoto's back during the production of Ocarina of Time to include elements that he probably wouldn't have. And it's pretty great.
0: Like a what story. What did they include?
1: Like a, a story? Re- like a story, yes. Like real story sequences um, certain character designs. Um, there, there's just a lot. If you go, you know, the over... hate stories. Miyamoto does actually <laughs> hate stories. Oh, I, I shouldn't say that he hates stories. He hates linear narratives,
2: and he hates backstories of dynasties and family conflicts and all that.
1: He, he wants a story to be told by characters talking to each other in the moment about what's going on right now.
2: Which it's not a bad thing. It's
1: not. But I'm not if we if i don't think we're going to get a real Miyamoto story out of this because no. Miyamoto the video game writer is very different from Miyamoto the movie producer because mm-hmm. movies have different narrative expectations
2: and i think he understands that
1: i think that's a problem yeah if if this movie were told in the way that Miyamoto likes video game stories to be told it could genuinely be really interesting
2: uh Miyamoto famously thinks that Link is a boy, a boy of 10 to 12 years
1: old. Full stop.
2: (laughs) And The Legend of Zelda is uh, going on an adventure in the caves behind your house.
1: Yes, that's true. That
2: would be an interesting movie. Yeah.
1: What, like it's a bridge to Terabithia thing? Yeah. Ah.
2: Or just, you know, a very quiet non-dialogue movie about um, Link Midway through a dungeon.
1: Oh, if you set the whole movie inside of one dungeon, that'd be fucking wild. Yes. That's not going to happen.
2: No. It would be cool, though. Could it happen,
1: though? This movie has to have a beginning, a middle, and a nice wrap-it-all-up-with-a-bow ending.
2: With a cosmic implication, for some reason. Sure. But, it. C- I guess we c- we'll t- we'll talk about this on the story, but... Arrival at dungeon. Um, Reason he's going to the dungeon, told in flashbacks. Going through the dungeon. Beating the boss of the dungeon. Getting a short message at the end of the dungeon. That's my story arc. Could it happen? No. Probably not.
1: It would be really good for... God, I can't keep doing this. What if The Legend of Zelda was a one-season animated series of 26 episodes that felt a little bit like the vision of Escaflone. okay where it's like Escaflone was written to have 39 episodes worth of content and they condensed it down to 26 episodes and it's probably the best fantasy ever anime ever made yeah what I if it was just that. good what if it was good like Escaflone? <laughs> what if it good what if they'd made it good just make it good there are so many people whose work that i'm shitting on right now by saying there's no way for it to make it good but it's not their fault
2: we're kind of belly flopping, but
1: belly aching. Belly
2: aching, maybe both. Oh, uh, the the chosen director for this, and directors do change from time to time. But uh, the one currently slated is Wes Ball. Uh, he is director. the crea- the director of the Maze Runner movies and the upcoming Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Crystal, have you watched any of his movies?
0: I have not seen any of the Maze Runner films. I thought about maybe watching
1: one or two for this episode, but it's like, I have I have schoolwork to do. I got other things to do with my time. I, gotta, I, I would like to play a video game at some point.
2: I, I checked. I don't know where to check movie things because I guess I'm not a move person, but they were of modest commercial success, mixed critical response. The primary criticism, according to Wikipedia, was plot and character development, though performances and action sequences were praised.
1: This is sounding a lot like
0: the Super Mario Brothers movie. I suspect that Wes Ball's hand will not be strongly felt in this movie. I mm. think this will be a very producer-driven movie. Who directed the Super Mario Bros. movie? Aaron Horvath and Michael Jelinek. How did you know that off the top of your head? Because I have the Wikipedia page open.
1: Oh, would you have been able to say without Absolutely not, <laughs> because I would have said that movie could have been directed by an AI and not been significantly
0: different.
2: who Who are those people? Crystal, did they do anything uh, else notable?
0: Uh, this was Michael Jelenick's directorial debut. Huh. Uh, he previously worked on a lot of uh, DC films, Batman vs. Dracula, uh, Batman vs. Two Face. Uh, Wonder Woman 2009, things of this nature. Huh. He was a storyboard artist on things like Men in Black the series, Jackie Chan Adventures, The Batman. So he's, you know, he does that, those type of shows. Okay. Which, and uh, Aaron Horvath directed Teton Titans Go to the Movies. That is exactly what I would expect. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Oh,
1: God, The Legend of Zelda is going to be like a Maze <laughs> Runner movie. We got to watch one now, Monica.
2: Uh, maybe. No. But...
0: I don't think it'll be like a Maze Runner movie. <laughs> How would we know? We haven't seen one. Although, actually, that would make sense with Monica's dungeon idea. Do Is you that think what so? Maze Runner is about? It's about kids and, like, young adults running through a maze. Is I it? I
2: know it's a YA novel. That's all I know.
0: Yeah, look it up. You'll see, like, a big maze... And they're running through it, and they gotta survive against challenges of some nature. So it's like a Zelda dungeon.
2: It's sort of like on the Hunger Games level of, or the. um, It
0: is definitely a post
1: Hunger Games novel. High
2: school, whatever.
1: High school death game.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If this is a dungeon idea, Wes, I'm for it. No. Ah, it's better better than
0: Samantha Monica's dungeon idea. Yeah. Yes, I would
1: love her dungeon idea. It's not happening.
2: But if we're going to be idealistic, I would much prefer it to a... We're going to give you the entire scope of Hyrule in Crisis going through like eight dungeons and then beating Ganon.
1: This is a story discussion.
2: Yes, true. Um, Wes is a, a famed Zelda fan who 13 years ago, 2010, tweeted, Since I could never even hope to have the chance to direct it, the next big mocap avatar-like movie should be The Legend of Zelda. The most recently released Zelda at the time was Spirit Tracks, two thousand and nine.
1: Yeah, it could sounds... be a Spirit Tracks <laughs> flick. <laughs> hey, a Spirit Tracks flick would actually be pretty good. Yeah, it's not happening though.
2: Uh, could you do that with real people? It'd have to be CGI.
1: It sure would. What if they do a live-action Wind Waker?
2: What if they give this thing? It's Nintendo funding it. They give it an actual CGI budget.
1: Then why not just make it a CG movie? Crickets. Yeah, big crickets.
2: But the Planet of the Apes films are CGI and good. Preston You've Mark?
1: never watched a modern Planet? of I the Apes I have not,
2: but Mark. I've heard.
1: Crystal,
0: I think they're actually not. Watched? I think they're not actually mostly CG, are they? Yeah, they're mostly uh, motion capture performances. Yeah,
2: with the apes. Okay. And it's and it's good supposedly. I have not seen
0: but easier to do an ape than a Goron. I think
2: <laughs> that is true. You have references for apes and you do not for for Gorons.
0: And they don't look that different from humans.
2: That is true. Also, now I'm just imagining like CG Gorons and then the desire to make it look realistic. And now I'm thinking about Transformers and the mess that the Transformer designs ended up because they wanted like moving parts. Cameron has pulled up a picture of a sad kitten.
1: Anyway, I'm not looking forward to it.
2: If he's a big believer in mocap and CGI, and this leans towards big mocap and CGI, that's interesting. Would it still be called live action?
1: I don't think we can meaningfully guess as to what his touch will be like without having seen any of his movies. But like Crystal said, I think that it's very likely this will not be one where the fingerprints of the director will be very easily visible.
2: I'm just asking, do, would they call a movie that is like Planet of the Apes live action? Yeah. Okay. So there's a possibility that this is going to be a a heavy mocap movie.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. <sighs> well, if it's very heavy mocap, doesn't that mean that they could include, like, the Gorons? Yeah. Here's the thing. If they include Ganondorf, does that mean that they need to include the Gerudo?
2: Yeah. Not necessarily. Hey, how do you handle
0: the Gerudo in a movie? Uh, You hire a bunch of tall, buff women, and you use camera tricks to make them look even taller. A bunch of tall, buff Middle East and North African women. That's right. Do you think they would actually do that? Maybe. Okay.
2: One, they don't need to be in that weird-ass, you know, outfits at the Gerudo. I'm not
1: saying they're outfits. I'm saying that if you have the Gerudo.
2: but I don't think Gandorf needs to have the Gerudo. Presence of Gandorf or Ganon especially, doesn't need
1: the... Yeah, Crystal, do you think this is a Ganondorf movie? You posed the question earlier, but I don't think you answered it.
0: I don't think it will be a Ganondorf movie. I think it will be a Ganon movie. A Ganon movie with the shadowy prince of darkness. Yes. Maybe, maybe a Mandrag Ganon. Mm. But not Ganondorf, King of the Gerudo.
1: Okay, Monica. We,
0: if you had your
2: brother's... Ta- would you choose a specific director for this task, Crystal?
0: Um, assuming Parsons that they Singh. Who's that? Director of such films as *The Fall* and *The Cell*. He has a very distinctive visual style. The cell. If you look of *The Fall* two thousand six. You'll see what I mean.
2: Please pull it up. Oh gosh.
0: Or you know what? Actually, Matteo Garoni, director of *Pinocchio* twenty nineteen, a movie I really love. I've been meaning to watch that. There's is that a- the
2: CG one?
0: No, it's a
1: live action one. Oh. I think the CG one was the. Um, oh, what is that director's name? He made *Pants Labyrinth*. Art guy. Del Toro. That's that was a stop motion. Oh, uh. a stop motion. Okay. How was that one? It was mid. Damn.
2: Oh. I got. I, I got
1: to say, *Crystal* this, the little, fall movie a does little, have. A- I'm
0: not a Del Toro hater, but I just never really. I was, I've never been wowed by him, really
2: some of his stuff, but I distinctly get that what he really, really likes isn't necessarily stuff that I really, really like. Which is okay, but just... Yeah. Yeah.
1: You weren't big on The Shape of Water or Pan's Labyrinth?
2: Uh, Pan's Labyrinth was good.
1: I was asking Crystal.
0: Oh, sorry. I haven't seen The Shape of Water. Pan's Labyrinth
1: is good. Yeah, it's a good movie. I'm watching the trailer for The Fall, and you were right. This has some visuals in it.
2: This is pretty good. Just as a eye candy level. Yeah. Cameron, do you have a preferred director if you had your choice, your druthers?
1: I don't. I don't know enough about directors.
2: Me neither, but I'd like to say George Miller. Director
1: yeah, of, George
0: Miller would be pretty good. I
1: Director feel like of
2: Happy Feet and Mad f- Max Fury Road.
1: Or all the Mad Maxes oh, okay. that matter. Yeah, um, I feel like this is one of those movies where he would press his forehead back against the barrel of the gun and say, shoot, motherfucker. <laughs>
2: Yeah, probably. Yeah. I shouldn't make him do it.
1: No. You would say, what the hell is a video game?
2: He knows Happy Feet. Clearly he has taste.
1: He knows Happy Feet? He The directed- man's fucking made Happy Feet. <laughs> he made. <laughs> yeah. And Babe. You've never watched Happy Feet.
2: No. He did Babe as well.
1: Right? Babe is a pretty good movie.
2: I have not watched Babe. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't really watch movies.
1: It's a, it's a pretty decent flick, Monica. I think you would enjoy it. It's full of... I, Crystal, would you say that
0: Babe is full of whimsy? Yeah, it's a whimsical film.
2: Okay. George Miller.
0: Wait, I have a third answer for director. Okay, uh-huh. this can stand in I want me. I want Ong Lee to make a 60 frames per second Zelda movie. <laughs> okay, now hold Just on. Just like the video games.
1: You might be spitting. Except
0: that they usually run at 30.
1: <laughs> An Ong Lee Zelda movie would be so interesting. I would go see that in a heartbeat. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that stands
0: in for my answer. Crystal gave me my answer. Okay. Ong Lee. He's worked with an Naviera before with 2003's Hulk, a pretty good movie. The best Hulk movie. Easily.
2: Or maybe in a funny direction. Maybe get uh, the everything everywhere all at once people.
0: Daniels.
2: The Daniels.
0: No, they, they don't have the article. They're just Their official branding is just Daniels.
1: Or, I mean, if we're going for that, why not Lord Miller of Clone High and the original Lego movie?
2: They got jettisoned out of Solo, right?
1: Yeah. Those were the people? That would have been an interesting Star Wars movie. I might have seen Solo if it was done by Lord
0: Miller. Yes. I sure didn't, though. How was that movie, Crystal? I'm a bit of a Solo apologist. Because on the one hand, it has a robot named Leet, who is an annoying droids rights activist who dies and has her brain trapped in the Millennium Falcon.
2: Uh.
0: And that part's really, really bad. It is. It doesn't sound great. But on the other hand, it has a pretty nice romance at the core of the story. And I like the parts where they do heists. Please tell me what the romance is. Well, Han Solo came from Corellia. It was kind of a shithole. Mm Mm-hmm. And he wanted to escape with his girlfriend, whose name I definitely remember. I <laughs> believe it's Kira. Yes. And he he was able to get out, but she was left behind. So then Solo spent a few years in the Imperial Army, and then he became a criminal. And eventually he met back up with Kira. And she's working for a big crime boss. She stayed on Corellia, and she... Slowly worked her way up the underworld and she's been scheming and plotting. And you know, Han Solo wants to pick up where they left off, but they've changed too much. Uh, a plucky thief like him just can't be with like a schemer like her. That's
1: halfway interesting. Yeah, I always thought that it was somehow going to involve the ship, Leet the machine.
0: Oh, yes, Lando uh, is Lando Calrizian is in love with. The the elite robots. I have so
1: many questions because we gener- <laughs> <laughs> we 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 as a podcast generally agree that droids in um in Star Wars at the highest level droids are sapient. Yes. Yeah, they're slaves. They are yes. slaves. But to people in Star Wars, they are much like the lowest level droids, which are appliances. Like they're yes. all they're all appliances.
2: Yes, an appliance that you might like a lot and feel sad for exploding. But about that, yeah.
1: So Lando recognizes the innate sapience of a high level droid. Yes, and that and he responds to that, and he has this really subversive relationship with a droid. But then I'm going to guess that the movie doesn't do anything with that theming. He no.
2: gambled her away.
0: He, yeah, he gambled her away.
2: Blink, 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 blink. And
1: it doesn't it doesn't do anything else with the idea that droids are people.
2: Which no. the Star Wars franchise can't. You can't.
1: But it's right there.
2: It is right there.
1: He fell in... Okay, so did he... Is Is it just the case where this invalidates the Star Wars franchise's view of droids? Or did
0: he just fall in love with a fucking blender? Um, no, droids are people, but they're also property. That's just how it is in Star Wars
2: property or people whose minds you can wipe at any given whim and actually probably like annually to prevent certain things. It's depressing.
0: Uh, Like when I say the droids are slaves I don't even mean that in a if you think about it way. I mean in the first movie when they go to the droid auction it is filmed like a slave auction.
1: That's true. Yeah, It is very much like a slave auction. Uh, Star Wars is fucked up. Solo Star Wars is a land of contrast. <laughs> Solo sounds like it's almost a movie about how Star Wars is fucked up, but it's like that ep- that episode of the Powerpuff Girls about how performative feminism is bad, and therefore all feminism is bad. Don't do any of this um affirmative action stuff, yeah, that's I do what remember Leeds that like. episode It's not a very good
0: episode
2: uh I do like that Han clearly likes women who. Boss him around? Is yeah. that the, the theme?
0: Yeah, he's a Denji-type guy.
2: <laughs> that sounds nice.
0: Uh, we Maybe have gotten we should Sonic get that him. guy
1: to fucking direct The Legend of Zelda. Who? I don't know. Whoever directed Solo. There
2: were like five people who shoved in and out of that. And it tell was a you who race. didn't direct
0: it in the end. Lord Miller. Ron Howard ultimately directed Solo. And you know what? He would actually be an okay choice for a Zelda movie.
2: What about... Uh, Famed Dunk director, Denis Villeneuve. I'm butchering his name.
1: I don't think that's really in his wheelhouse.
2: He's a bit too old for Zelda, but if he liked Zelda as much as he liked Dune.
1: No, I mean, like, I don't think that he's going to match Miyamoto's vision for this movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a little too, like, slick and glossy for what I want out of Zelda. Mm. I want it more like an 80s fantasy movie. You want something like Legend. I want no. I want something like Excalibur. Oh, you know I've never seen Excalibur. That is a damn five star flick.
2: I have not watched that. Wait, no, I have. Is it Sean Connery as King Arthur?
0: No, it's. Oh. Uh, I don't remember who the actor is, but if if you look it up, it has a very distinctive look.
2: Okay, I did watch Legend because people, it's just a Legend of Zelda movie. Yes, uh, a young yeah. Tom Cruise is kind of cute. Tim Curry as the uh, the Satan. devil, basically. <laughs> Pretty good. And, uh, what's her name from the Breakfast Club? People really had a crush on her.
1: I think that it would not be a huge stretch to say that the original Legend of Zelda took certain notes from
0: Legend.
2: That's what the rumors have been the whole time.
0: Oh, you know what? Legends and Excalibur and Labyrinth have the same cinematographer, Alex Thompson. That's why they look so similar. Oh, well, there you go. Okay, let's get Alex Thompson as a cinematographer then. (laughs) unfortunately he died in 2007
1: well let's get a cgi clone of alex thompson to do the cinematography
2: (laughs) let's get roger deakins
1: i mean roger deakins is an extremely good cinematographer but i don't again i don't think that's this kind of flick i also don't think it's going to be a legend kind of flick i think it's very much going to be an in the style of right now pop blockbuster like crystal says it's going to be a A marvel Marvel movie, movie and it's going to look like a marvel movie If we're very unlucky, it's going to include a scene where two bunches of guys run at each other.
2: Oh, no. Blade Runner 2049 was really pretty. Yes. Yeah.
1: Visually, a fine film.
2: I'd say the story was pretty good except for a few certain points.
1: If you took out every scene with Jared Leto, it would have been a better movie. Yes. But I really liked that movie. I thought it was great. But I just mean to say that visually, it was a fine film. It was excellent. What's the next item on the agenda?
2: Uh, I think we are at casting. Uh Oh. (laughs) Wait, did we skip over writer? Oh, writer. Yeah, sorry. At writer. Oh, no. (laughs) Even worse. Uh, the writer for the movie is Derek Connolly. Connolly? Derek Connolly.
1: Connolly.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What? Uh, he has written, going chronologically, safety not guaranteed. This one, I guess, was the one where he uh, solo wrote it and produced that movie. I've not seen it. He has done the co-screenplay for Jurassic World. Uh huh. He wrote the screenplay for Monster Trucks. He co-wrote the screenplay for Kong Skull Island. He co-wrote, uh, oh, he co-wrote Jurassic World along with the screenplay. Uh, co-screenplay for Detective Pikachu. He did the story for Rise of Skywalker, and he co-screenplayed Jurassic World Dominion.
0: Now, I know this resume sounds bad, but maybe the saving grace is that right now he is the only announced writer for the Zelda film, and the only other movie that he wrote by himself was Safety Not Guaranteed, which was pretty good.
2: I was hoping that you had seen that.
0: Because I haven't seen it, but I know that people really like it.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, it has a 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb, but a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. And it is about a disaffected magazine intern who befriends an unusual guy who is looking for a partner to accompany him on a trip back through time.
0: It's based on one of the classic 2000 the s- memes. Oh, okay. Go ahead. You, uh, Well, t- tell me if you remember this one. It's a a classified ad that reads, Wanted. Someone need to go back in time with me. This is not a joke. P.O. Box 91 Ocean View, Washington 99393. You'll get paid after we get back. Must bring your own weapons. I've only done this once before. Safety not guaranteed. Have you seen that one before? No. Now that's a good
2: hook. He has at least written a very good hook.
0: Maybe I'll post the picture and you'll recognize it. Please do. Oh, this is like a classic millennial meme. That is, wow, that's ancient. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I like
1: this.
2: I guess what we're we're saying, like, Crystal, you're saying and implying, and I'm agreeing with you, like, this is clearly a person who can write in the insufferable environment of being, you know, dealing with producers and a board trying to control you. And has dealt with that, maybe not the greatest. But back in his origin days, seems like he wrote an okay flick.
1: Okay. Yeah. So let's 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 look at a mega blockbuster corpo ass movie that was meant to be a return to form for a series that had been left lo- alone for a long time. Where he was not the only writer. Um, did either of you see Jurassic World? No. Nope. Oh.
2: I know that there is a scene where this lady runs really fast in heels.
1: That does happen. She does outrun a Tyrannosaurus Rex in her high heels. <laughs> I'm not going to get ain't say that. I mean, God forbid women do anything. But um, it's also the bit where a woman is punished for not wanting to have kids by being carried off by a Tyrannodon and then eaten by like a fucking ichthosaurus.
2: Cameron liked Jurassic Park.
1: I love Jurassic Park. This is about Jurassic World.
2: Cameron likes dinosaurs.
1: Jurassic World is wretched. Its script is wretched. If we talk about, let's say, the Detective Pikachu movie, that is actually a Super Mario Bros. movie-style movie long before that one came out. Crystal, how important would you say the script is to the Detective Pikachu movie? Um, not that important. It's just a movie about watching funny little Pokemon guys moving in and out of scenes, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, what was that movie about? Great,
1: Sensibly. I'm see, Mewtwo. Here's the Ooh? thing, Crystal. Me and Monica watched that movie dad? at one point. It wasn't anything. It's just nothing. Your
2: dad is Ryan. One of the Ryans. God, I remember that
1: movie being okay. Reynolds. It was Reynolds. Okay. And it was perfectly um, unobjectionable, mostly. But it also wasn't anything. Um, let's see. What? How about I? Crystal, are you a Rise of
0: Skywalker liker? No, but I like to think about it. You know what I mean? It's an interesting flick.
2: I, yeah, I think
0: about it more than the other two.
2: I That's not a movie written by anyone.
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> hey, guess who The Legend of Zelda is going to be written by? No one.
2: I just, there's probably something at the root of it. And then Abrams came around and then the board came around and- uh, um, where were we? I watched Kong Skull Island.
1: That was half decent, and the script was nothing in particular.
2: Crystal, did you watch it?
1: I haven't seen it. It's a pretty nice little monster movie. If you like giant monster movies and you enjoy big apes having feelings for tiny women, it's a pretty good one of those. So, no, this, the, 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 Connelly's resume does not inspire confidence.
2: Do we have a dream writer for this no. movie?
1: No. <laughs> Me.
2: <laughs> That's what I thought you were going to say.
1: I'll do it better than Derek Connolly. Crystal, I'll who know, do you who want to write? wrote Legends? Who wrote Legend? Yeah. William Hjortzberg.
2: Is he alive? That
1: definitely doesn't sound like someone who's still alive. Yeah. William Hjortzberg died in 2017. Uh... Wait, you haven't seen Legend, Crystal? I haven't seen it. So what... Why would you pick William Hjordsberg? You told me it's a Zelda movie. It is a Zelda movie, that's true. I haven't watched it in so long. I think I was a kid when I last saw it. I saw that movie before I ever played a Zelda game.
0: Who's a good writer in Hollywood? Are there?
1: There must be. There must be. There must be. But who's a good blockbuster writer in
0: Hollywood? Now there's the question.
2: I looked up the uh, writer for Arrival because... A
1: rifle's based on a short story.
2: Yes, but there were some substantial changes made. That's true. So, and that was interesting.
1: It's an adapted screenplay, right?
2: So that's Eric Heiserer. and he did uh, he did Bird Box, twenty eighteen.
1: He did the twenty eleven version of the thing,
2: <laughs> and Final Destination five, the, and-
1: the remake of A Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, hmm. hmm okay what are some other notable movies
1: I I feel like you were hoping for something there but it kind of fell through a little bit I just
2: wanted to see you be open I mean well, so I think this is like an indication that like you know the the writer is it, just and the right of the circumstances
1: working with the right material crystal
0: what did you think of arrival kind of mid <gasps> brutal I didn't like when it suddenly became a military fiction movie about we have to stop The dastardly Chinese general.
2: I wish that they had actually gotten somebody to practice the Chinese, which was very important (laughs) in the end. Yeah, that
0: would have been nice.
2: That would have been nice. And I hated staring at Renner the whole time.
1: (laughs) Movies are generally improved by not having Jeremy Renner in them. It's not likely that Jeremy Renner will be in The Legend of Zelda, so that's a plus. Good God. I mean, it's not likely.
2: Uh, what are the other notable movies that I liked?
1: How about, um, Gravity? I haven't seen it. Oh, really? I think you might like that one, Crystal. Its its vision of storytelling is actually very in keeping with something that I think you would like. Okay. Like, it is not a movie about, um, trying to tell a plot, as it were. It's not a plot-focused film.
2: It's directed by...
1: Alfonso Cuarón, or however you say his name. I'm definitely butchering that.
2: And it seems like he wrote it with a...
1: His brother, I brother, think. brother, yeah. Jo- Jonas, Jonas.
2: And the, it was very notable for having very good depictions of space. Not like an accuracy of, you know, the sto- the plot related things. But like, I think NASA was very confused at how they really got the interiors of various ships right and yeah. so on. Which was kind of cool.
1: It's it's quite good, Crystal. I think you would enjoy it. If you want to see Sandra Bullock just have the worst day that anyone has ever had, go watch Gravity.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. You know who would be a good writer for a Zelda movie? Is M Night Shyamalan. No, because he No. He, I I'm I'm I like Shyamalan <laughs> flicks a lot. And you know, he really he really writes with his heart on his sleeve. He's very Blunts and direct in a way that works for me,
1: Crystal. I appreciate that over the past year, year and a half, you have become
0: unapologetically M Night Shyamalan pilled. He's he's he does some interesting directorial choices. I I I
2: liked when he really liked that episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark and credits it, and then made the sixth sense.
1: Yes. I, I think that the most delightful thing I've seen on Letterboxd Crystal is you looking at The Happening, maybe the most panned and derided of all of his films, and then going, you
0: fools, you absolute buffoons, this movie is great. I genuinely don't understand why people hate that movie. I've never seen because it. it. it's it's Shyamalan trying to make like a The Blob style B movie, but in the modern day. Crystal, you know what you need to
1: actually watch for this recommendation? What's that? Avatar The Last Airbender, directed by N. Night Shyamalan.
0: Now, I haven't seen that one. So, you know, that one might be bad.
1: I'm not even talking about it being bad. I just mean that it is a similar adaptation of a similar kind of story that he actually, to my understanding, had quite a bit of creative control over. So watching that movie might give you a pretty good idea of what a Legend of Zelda movie could be like. And again, I'm not saying this because it's bad. You liked The Happening when everyone shits on The Happening. So maybe you'll find a lot to like about this film, too. Okay, I see
0: what you mean. They are both fantasy actions.
2: He really wanted to make it good for his kid that really liked
0: the cartoon. Yes, absolutely. He put his heart into it.
2: Oof.
1: And I think that there's simply a lot of parallels to be drawn there. And... I think that now we should do an episode of M. Night Shyamalan's Avatar The Last Airbender in
0: preparation for what The Legend of Zelda will be. Well, I think maybe the Zelda movie could be a little more like After Earth because that one is about a kid trying to survive in the woods while talking to his dad over the radio. And I think that's a little Zelda-like.
1: Yeah, that does sound quite Zelda-like. What what,
2: what movie is this?
1: After Earth.
0: Ah. After Earth, starring Will Smith and Jaden Smith. I, now, it may
1: be that I only heard this from you, but I have heard that that one's pretty decent.
0: It's a pretty good movie.
1: If if you hear that rustling in the back, uh, Mochi's trying to do his best to flip over his digging box.
2: <laughs> it's very cute. He's peeking out of uh, a tunnel as he's doing it. I, I just looked up a movie that I liked, again, that was an adapted screenplay that was substantially differing from the original work. Oh, okay. And it's Alfonso again. Uh, Children of Men. Crystal, have you seen Children of Men?
0: I have seen Children of Men. What did
2: you think of Children of Men?
0: I I remember liking it, but I haven't seen it since it was new.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen it since it was new either. I remember that I like when everything went quiet, when the baby was crying, I just cried and cried and cried. It's
2: better from my perspective, this story. We were in the movie theater. We were watching uh, the baby cried. It was a quiet moment. I was crying, and I'm like, that's strange. Usually, within five seconds of me crying, usually less, Cameron will, like, try to comfort me, even though that's not always the the reaction I want initially. Why hasn't he done it yet? (laughs) I look over at him, and he's got tears streaming down his face.
1: It's like a fucking anime character. I'm just crying, crying.
2: It was a pretty good movie. I remember it got some flack for, like, being so wild with the adaptation. Because it became uh, much more politically angled. And I'm like, that was for the
0: better. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, okay. Sure. You know what? I'll take it. For a a Legend of Zelda director slash screenplay writer, give me Alfonso Cuaron.
2: Yeah, writer and director.
1: Yeah, give me both. Gravity's a good movie. I don't give a shit. And I want a movie that is as focused on visuals as Gravity is.
2: And it's just really about a very small moment in time. Yes. Like going to a dungeon.
1: Climbing Ganon's tower. Going
2: through the dungeon. Yeah. Finishing the dungeon.
1: Or descending down a staircase.
0: And that's a whole movie.
2: That's your three-part arc.
0: Would you say there's a big crossover between Zelda and Berserk? Oh, sweet Jesus. Um... I'd argue
1: that Zelda is one of the fantasy series the modern fantasy series that are least influenced by Berserk. I believe that Zelda actually predates Berserk by a year. So they are a little bit separated. It's probably taking more from Journey to the West and the Legend of Momotaro, but once you get past Berserk hitting the mainstream in the early 90s, yeah, there there are definitely elements that there's no fantasy produced on a global scale in the last very long time that gets away with not being influenced by Berserk at least a little bit. Why do
0: you ask? Do you know the film that inspired Berserk? I I don't. The 1985 Paul Verhoeven film, Flesh and Blood. Another five star flick. A Verho- wait! Robocop Verhoeven? Yeah!
1: Okay, I'm actually not surprised that that influenced Berserk given
0: the kind of content that Berserk often deals with. But let me see here.
2: Can you read the synopsis?
0: The film follows a group of mercenaries who carry out missions for a lord who has lost his castle. But after retaking it, they are betrayed and forced to leave. During a revenge attack, the group find and take a young woman who is betrothed to the lord's son. This changes the dynamic of the group during a dangerous time of medieval fighting and the plague.
1: Okay, yeah, that's that's very much like that's just the golden era arc from berserk wow so are you so you say that that's a five star flick
0: it's a five star flick well okay cinematographer for zelda who would you want to get
2: roger deakins <laughs> that's probably not the best and, idea. in
0: case people don't know roger
1: deakins um amongst other films was the cinematographer on blade runner 2049
2: i think he's like the the grandfather of cinematography or something
1: He's definitely
0: one of the best doing it right now. Who would you get, Crystal? If he was still alive, Alex Thompson. But I have to think about someone who's alive. Hmm. I'm sorry if we've already
1: talked about them. Could you remind me what Alice Alex Thompson did? Uh, Excalibur,
0: Legends, and Labyrinth. Right, yes, that would do it. Those all three are apparently Legend of Zelda movies. What's a blockbuster movie with good cinematography?
1: I mean, pretty much all of them are done either by the guy Monica just mentioned or whoever the hell George Miller is working with.
0: His Uh, wife. you know what? Yeah, George Miller's (laughs) cinematographer would be good. Wait, his wife is his cinematographer? I thought she was his editor.
2: Oh, editor. Sorry. Let's see. Mad Max.
0: John Seal.
2: And what did he do?
0: Mad Max Fury Road and 3,000 Years of Longing. Oh, he's... Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, Harry Potter, and the Philosopher's Stone. Take away what you want from any of the movies that I'm seeing on this list. They all have pretty
1: good cinematography.
0: Yeah, I would say all of these movies look pretty good.
1: He is also 81 years old, much like George Miller, I think.
2: And Deacon's getting up there.
1: There don't seem to be a lot of young men in the DP game. Yeah. Not a whole lot of young men doing interesting cinematography nowadays. Why do we want the old people? Because old movies look better. Old movies look better.
2: Something was kind of... I don't want to be one of those guys. Lost with digital films. We watched some some older movies and...
1: Like we watched
0: Shakespeare in Love. That's a great looking movie. I feel like it's impossible to argue that we didn't lose something. Like, digital films can look good, mm-hmm. but film just looks better. It does. But even just the mode of cinematography has
1: changed so much in the move to digital because the way you play with light and angle is so different. Yeah.
2: And I guess they're really heavy cameras that you can't really angle in interesting ways. At least you couldn't at the time.
1: But it's like, if did George Lucas kill cinema?
0: No. Because yeah, yeah, he did with episode two. Because <laughs> even of the- though that's also a five star movie.
1: Because Attack of the Clones <laughs> did change the way that blockbusters were shot forever, right? Yeah. So in a sense, like he did kill uh, filming at in a sense.
0: Yeah, that's true. I guess the I guess the story of blockbusters is that Spielberg and George invented it, and they were pretty good at it. But then everyone. The producers who hired people to copy them made a bunch of bad movies. Wait, is Mad Max Fury Road? It's all digital too, right? Yeah, that the movie m- looks good. Yeah, I think so. Hell, that movie looks great. On the other hand, Star Wars Episode Nine was shot on film, and it doesn't look great. It looks like dog ass. <laughs> what? A That's special. why you need DPs to make it look good.
1: Directors of photography. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I think you're right in that photography at least in blockbusters just isn't given the sort of respect that it should be. Everything looks the same. Everything's trying to be The Avengers. God, remember The Eternals? I sure don't. I never watched it. Never seen it. Me neither. Never will. I'm so glad to be broken free of the MCU cycle.
2: Supposedly the director for that is a very good director.
0: I think that that Yeah, that's usually the Marvel strategy these days is you hire a good director And you have them film, like, five scenes, and then you make the rest of the movie on the computer.
2: Yeah, I remember, like, she was trying to film during, like, a sunrise or sunset, and they were like, oh, she actually, like, made us
0: film during (laughs) the sunrise or sunset. (laughs) She she actually made, like, a real movie. She actually used real lighting. Uh,
2: uh. It's like, wow,
0: it's like there's so many beautiful things that exist in nature, and you don't have to make it on the
1: computer. Can you imagine not making the movie on the computer? Is this our our boomer take? Is this our complaint? This is our
0: boomer take, but we're (laughs) fucking right.
1: It can't be a boomer take if it's right, is my take. You
0: see a 4K scan of any movie shot on film, it's like, holy shit, movies. You
1: watch Alien, uh, the nice ultra HD scan of the original Alien, it's like looking into a different universe. I know that one's cliche, but holy shit, ugh. What's next on the agenda?
2: We are going to cast the movie. No. Why not?
1: The answer is no one. Because human actors shouldn't be playing these
0: characters.
2: Okay. We're we're assuming, possibly, very heavily CG, so go nuts.
0: What do you mean by human actors shouldn't be playing these characters? (laughs) These characters not only shouldn't be,
1: like, live action, they shouldn't even speak.
2: okay. Well, no, I mean... No. I could... I'll
1: actors. tell you who the actor for these fucking things should be, is um, um, James Baxter. James Baxter should be the guy doing the acting for all these characters.
2: The animation guy.
1: Yes. More old people.
0: Movies used to look different.
2: Crystal, do you have any particular actors you would like to cast?
0: Um... I mean, they cast celebrities for the Mario movie because you just need to get them into a recording booth. But that would be a lot less convenient to have an ensemble cast like that in a live-action film. Yes. And So I, I would prefer that they cast unknowns. Kind I would
2: also prefer that they cast unknowns.
1: Sort of like the Fellowship of the Ring actors were mostly unknown at the time to wider yeah. audiences.
2: Except for Absolutely. Liv Tyler.
1: Except for Liv Tyler, who was...
2: Given several extra bits.
1: Who, mostly known for her role in Armageddon at that point, I think.
2: Very popular amongst international audiences. And what's her name? Galadriel.
0: Oh, yeah. Kate Blanchett.
2: Yes. Which, great choice. But apparently, um, Xena Warrior Princess was uh, one of the people that um, was was considered for Galadriel.
1: Lucy Lawless? Yes. Shit, that would have been all right.
2: That would have been interesting.
1: Okay, Crystal, who do you want to play Link? No name. No name. I agree. But if, Monica set this up with the. Exercise. If we had
2: to with an, with a, uh, an actor, I guess Timothy Chalamet.
1: You were going to say Timothy Chalamet anyway.
2: No, I would prefer somebody I don't know, so I don't have to associate their face with any in particular.
0: Okay, Crystal, if you had to name an actor that you know, um,
2: I can the include kid
0: from Pin- from Pinocchio twenty nineteen.
2: Please pull them up. It can include people who are now a bit too old for the role. We're talking about idealized, after all.
0: Uh, Federico Ialapi. Oh, you're thinking a youngling. That's cool. This is a 13-year-old boy. You know... Who'll probably be 15 by the time they start filming.
2: I think that Miyamoto would love that. I think that if you said he was Pinocchio, this is a boy who's going to wander a cave, (laughs) Miyamoto signs off.
1: Oh, actually child actor as Link. That could work, honestly. That that has a certain energy. That we're back into the potential of the movie being interesting. Crystal, I think you hit on it.
0: He had a pretty good performance in Pinocchio.
1: That's good.
2: Who is that child actor? Oh
1: yeah. In in Looper.
2: In Looper.
1: I don't know if he's done anything else.
2: Crystal, have you seen Looper?
0: I have seen Looper. What do you make of it? It was kind of bad. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, ju- I don't like the way Mr. Ryan Johnson writes scripts.
2: That is fair. I enjoyed it uh, with the weird, like, suddenly a lot of Asia, a lot of China for the Chinese audience to get it into China, I guess. But it was okay. Uh, the kid did a good job.
1: Oh, uh, right now, hey, sorry, uh, Crystal, you'll appreciate this. Right now, Pierce Gagnon is a bit busy voicing uh tim templeton in the netflix series the boss baby back in business
0: let's fucking go <laughs> let's get the boss baby oh he he's he was a young fred jones and scoop yeah yeah that's absolutely true
2: when that kid was acting i'm like this kid is like a good actor not even just for a kid he won oh, he
0: was sunny jim in twin peaks is that
2: how would he do there
0: he was pretty good. He's he's Cooper's son.
2: I've never watched.
0: But he's 18 now, which means he's probably aged out of it a
1: little bit. Oh, okay. Cute kid.
2: Yeah. Uh... If I had to
1: pick someone for Link that I know off the top of my head, I'm going to go with what Crystal said. Child actor is the way to go in this case. You know what? Sure. Oh, what if... No, what if... I? I oh, hold on. Suppose... Just suppose that it was filmed. Uh, like, have you ever seen The Sandlot? Yeah. What did you? How did you find that movie? Pretty good, classic. What if it was actually filmed like a kids' movie in the
0: style of The Sandlot? Now that would be a pretty good uh, direction for the film. I think so.
2: Do you mean that they just think that they are in Hyrule? It's a bunch of kids. No. No. No.
1: no. It's just that most of the principal characters are children. Oh. Because it is about children fighting back against evil. That's what The Legend of Zelda is in Miyamoto's head.
2: Yes. Hmm. The evil being a very big dog.
1: Well, kind of, yeah. And he's still alive. He's only, a uh, Holy shit, he's only as old as my mom was? Yeah, he's only uh, 61 this year. Crystal. Who'd you
0: get to play Zelda?
2: Yes. Uh,
1: oh, who would we get to play Zelda?
2: Yes, I was about to ask that.
1: Oh. I don't know any young actresses.
0: I barely watch movies.
2: Crystal, do you have a pick?
0: <sighs> Zelda, 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 Zelda.
1: Do they even make kids movies starring kids anymore?
0: Yeah, on like the Disney Channel.
1: No, I mean it, it for, for theater release.
0: No, they put all that shit on Netflix. Why
1: did they put that behind them? Those, those used to make good money and they did amazing on the video sales market.
0: They want you to subscribe to Netflix.
1: I don't want to subscribe to Netflix.
0: They want you to subscribe to Apple TV Plus and and Peacock.
1: And HBO Max. Yeah. Or just... No, it's just Max. Is it just Max now? Didn't they walk that back?
0: Nope, it's still just Max. That's
1: silly. There are no child actors anymore except on uh, the Disney Channel. Is the Disney Channel still real or is that just on Disney Plus 2?
0: The Disney Channel is still real. Uh, if we're casting a little older, what about the daughter from Barbie? We didn't see Barbie.
2: We didn't see Barbie, but I was just looking at like girl actresses, and maybe it was that it was the person that I was looking at. It was, did you mean Ariana Green, Greenblatt?
0: Ah, uh, maybe.
2: Because I I clicked on her face, and I'm like, huh?
0: Yes. Oh Ariana wow, Ariana Greenblatt.
2: That 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 I guess puts her in as the top contender.
0: <laughs> oh, actually, um. The younger sister from Scream, she'd be pretty good. Jenny Ortega. She's not in Scream anymore. That's right. She got fired for supporting Palestine. Um, Nope, nope. It was her co-worker
1: who got fired. Yes. And Jenna Ortega yes. said, well, then fuck y'all. I walk. Yes. That's our queen. Cool. I guess. I don't know. I haven't seen anything that she's in.
2: I like the look of both Jenna Ortega and Ariana Greenblatt. Oh,
1: she played Wednesday Adams.
0: Oh,
2: yeah.
1: I haven't seen that, but that's pretty cool. She does have a bit of a baby face. She could pull off being uh, an older teenager if she tried. I guess she's kind of already doing that.
0: Who would you get to play the king? The king? (laughs) The king? Of Hyrule? The king of Hyrule. This is where you get your, like, seasoned star to put on the poster. (laughs)
1: Well, it's got to be Ian (laughs) McDermott.
0: You want Emperor Palpatine as the king.
1: Yes, absolutely. Because he's a bastard? No, I just think that it'd be great to see him in something else.
0: That'd be true. Yeah, that's true.
1: But he is 79 years old. He might be a little bit too old to play Zelda's father. That
2: never stopped anyone.
0: What about, here's someone who's good at playing a, a charismatic bastard denzel washington now see i thought you were going to say hayden christens no
2: <laughs> i thought you were going to say he's ed not Asner. old enough
0: he doesn't have the the gravitas of an old man monica ed as- denzel can project gravitas denzel can project gravitas
1: monica ed Asner's fucking dead i know <laughs> one of the great losses in hollywood of the past 10 years now denzel as the king now how do you see that performance going crystal He's in it for like five minutes and
0: he gives the best performance of the movie.
1: Do you see it as being like directors tend
0: to direct latter-day Denzel Washington? Um primarily I'm drawing from his recent Macbeth movie. Oh, how was that? Pretty good. You know, he's 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 actually mostly a stage actor, and you can tell, because he really he puts his heart into the role.
1: You know, if if we're going down this road route where we're picking like real actors with real gravitas um this might not be a super like reflexively sensible pick but i think forrest whitaker could be really good in that role
0: oh yeah yes
2: james earl jones
1: james earl jones is a bit old
2: that never stopped nobody (laughs) yes it did Crystal, who would you cast for Ganondorf?
0: Who would I cast for Ganondorf? Who can play, who can do the Ganondorf laugh?
1: That is one of the first questions you have to ask. I, Mm. hmm. One of the things about Ganondorf is he has to be colossal. He has to be a big man.
2: Oh, that's CG. He's mostly CG.
1: No, disgusting. If this is live action, go for real on it. Have him be played by a very big man. And if you want to make him seem bigger than everyone else, do some Peter Jackson-style camera tricks.
2: Tony J. Tony J is dead as shit. And
1: he wasn't a physical actor.
2: That's okay. CG, in my approach.
1: You just want Megabyte to be the voice of Ganon. That'd
2: be pretty cool. It would have
1: been very good, actually. you know who, who she's talking about, Crystal? I don't. Okay, did you see The Hunchback of Notre Dame by Disney? Yeah. Uh, he, he's, um... Frollo. Frollo.
0: Oh you a know, guy he's pretty good the guy yeah. what's saying
1: hellfire. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a pretty good voice for Ganon.
0: Do we want to cast Ganon old or cast Ganon young? What if you do both? Okay. Like go
1: on. he he pretends to be old or whatever, or maybe he is factually old, but at some point he reveals himself uh in his true form in two layers. First is that age doesn't touch him and he is his young self again. And second, he's actually Ganon.
2: Tim Curry.
1: You keep picking people based just on their voices. Yes. Also, Tim Curry has a lot of trouble acting right now.
2: Oh, really?
1: His health has been falling off real badly for like 10 or 15 years. Oh, that sucks. It, it really does. He still does some voice work, I think, but I don't know how much... I don't know if he could pull off a real good scary laugh anymore. Monica, you gotta remember, Tim Curry was at his peak like 40 years ago. Or 30 years ago. We're old. Crystal, who would you cast as Ganondorf?
0: Jonathan Majors, he he can play evil. He can do an evil laugh. Let me see this. You may know him from uh, Lovecraft Country and uh, the Loki TV show. I've heard and Ant Man three.
1: I have not seen any of those, though I've heard for good things about Lovecraft Country.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. I think he's the villain in Creed three. Really? Or m- maybe not the villain, but you know the guy he fights. Yeah, the antagonist. Yeah. Hmm.
2: Mahershala Ali.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: That's a really good pick, actually. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, that'd be a really good pick for Ganondorf. He has that kind of intensity that just scares the shit out of you anytime he's on screen. He can do an
0: evil laugh.
1: Yeah, even if he couldn't, I'd believe it anyway. They shouldn't cast Ganondorf. It should just be Ganon, Prince of Darkness. Now, voiced
0: by Mahershala Ali, yes. If we're doing Pig Ganon CGI uh, voiced, maybe motion captured, does that change your casting?
2: Frank Weller.
0: Frank Welker?
2: Welker? I
1: I mean, I know he's still active. He must be. But also, he's 600 years old. Crystal, are you familiar with Frank Welker? You are. Even if you don't know what you are. He's the classic voice of one Freddy Jones. Yeah, that guy. And Megatron. And like... 600 other voices he's the highest grossing Hollywood actor of all time because he's voices in so many things let me just let me just link you to the Wikipedia page for his filmography real quick so you can get an idea of how much shit he's been in there it's
0: in the line he's in everything just look this page is so long (laughs) it is so long
2: he does a lot of animal sounds
0: he is currently the voice of
1: Garfield in Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl 2 well there we go there we go but he does have a very wide range. But no, I think Mahershala Ali would also be a great voice actor,
0: assuming he knows how. Uh, Who plays Impa? And which Impa is it?
1: Now that's kind of getting into which game is it.
0: Well, I think it'll probably be an original story, but there's lots of types of Impas to pull from.
1: I would want it to be either Skyward Sword or Ocarina-style Impa, which belong to the same category to me. Oh, I know who could also voice Ganondorf. Richard Doyle.
0: Richard Doyle.
1: Richard Doyle did the voice of Pious Augustus in Eternal Darkness Sandy's Requiem. But, Crystal, you probably know him better as the Fury in Metal Gear Solid 3.
0: He's pretty good at being the Fury in Metal Gear Solid 3. That's true. Who plays
1: Impa? And which Impa do you want, Crystal? I want old lady Impa. You want the crone Impa. I want the crone. Why? We haven't seen her in a while.
2: There's a number of very good old ladies that I would cast.
1: Crystal, Crone Impa was in both Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom.
0: Yeah, but in a more prominent role.
1: I, I, how, how prominent do you want her to be?
0: I want her to be one of the four names on the poster. Okay, you know what? That's fair enough.
2: You know the, the Daredevil Netflix series? Yeah. You know how there was an old lady in it? Yeah. Madame Gao.
1: Madame Gao, yeah. Cast
2: Madame Gao's actress.
0: Now
1: we're talking. <laughs> She was one of the good parts of that series.
2: Why Ching Ho. Cast Why Ching Ho.
1: Okay. Why? Because she was just that good?
2: She had a lot of character in very little time.
1: That's true. So we've got the big four down. And those are the only characters in the movie.
2: I would like less than that.
1: Too bad. You
0: want, you want less than four characters.
1: Yes. How many characters do you want? One. Just Link?
2: (laughs) Yes, and a boss, but that's not Ganon. I guess you would need to cast Ganon and Zelda and Impa for, like, flashbacks or something. I
1: I really like your vision for this movie. It is so not
2: happening. (laughs) I know, I know.
1: If if we're casting Skyward Sword, Impa, who do you cast? Definitely a no-name badass actress. Somebody with real physical presence.
2: That lady who's the stunt double for most people.
1: Hell yeah. I think that there are probably a lot of female stunt doubles in Hollywood. There's like
2: one celebrity, not one, but they're, I'm thinking of a particular celebrity stunt double person. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, give it to her. Um, Palm Clemente. Is, is that who? Who? Uh, she's in Guardians of the Galaxy and Mission Impossible. Here's her Mission Impossible character in the recent movie. It's a cool, badass spot. Yeah, okay. Just like Impa. She's, she's got that look a little bit. Looks great. The makeup there is definitely making
1: her eyes pop a lot in a way that I find very pleasing.
0: Actually, here's an even better photo of her fully made up in a fancy outfit. Yeah, all right. She's even got the teardrop tattoo.
1: That's true. I'm now here for this. Yeah, let her be Impa. It's fine. What's her name again?
0: Palm Clementif.
1: Palm Clementif. Yeah, I'll take it. Impa's not. Impa is actually a pretty complex role, so. I, I, I hope that she would do a good job in it once she gets hired, which is what we're determining right now. We're determining who gets hired for this.
0: That's right. We're the producers. We're
1: the, Could you imagine if our silly selves were the producers for this film? We'd make it good. We would definitely try to make it good. And it would bomb.
2: Oh, she plays Mantis.
1: Yes. From the Marvel movie. Oh. I was wondering why her face looked familiar. Boy, the further away I get from the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, the less convinced I am that they were any good.
0: The second one's okay.
1: Is that the one where his dad was a planet?
0: That's right. Uh-huh.
1: Okay, just checking. Endgame really soiled that whole setting for me.
0: Uh-huh. So we have we have Link, we have Zelda, we have the King, we have Impa. Do we need anyone else? We have Ganon, too, theoretically. We have Ganon, of course, yes. I don't
1: think that we need to cast anyone else. Is the Deku Tree in it? The Deku Tree is in it.
2: Voiced by James Earl Jones.
1: No. <laughs> no
0: voiced by bernie sanders
1: <laughs> okay crystal please explain this to monica because i don't think she
0: read that thing you said <laughs> well because in in the super mario brothers movie uh donkey kong is played by seth rogan and cranky kong is played by fred Armisen doing like a a stereotypical new york jewish grandpa voice that is true that both of those things are real and I was just thinking that that voice would work really well for the great Deku Tree. Why? It, it, it's just, it, it has like a grandfatherly energy to it, just like the Deku Tree. Just like Bernie Sanders. Yeah, like Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, the Deku Tree. Yeah.
1: That's, that's, it doesn't have to be him. It could be someone doing a Bernie Sanders impression. Just, just so everyone knows, I didn't come up with that. Crystal did. <laughs> you know okay. what? I'll, I'll defer to you here, Crystal. I'm fine with it. You know what I think? I think the Deku Tree should actually speak in Japanese. Really? Yes. Just have him subtitled.
0: Who plays him in Japanese?
1: That's a great question. Apparently he's played, and forgive me for this pronunciation, Hideaki Nanaka.
0: What else does he do? Uh, Great question.
2: This made me think of Princess Bride because I think I was thinking of Billy Crystal.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Billy Crystal could do the Deku Tree. Billy Crystal as the Deku Tree would be pretty good.
2: <laughs> but I looked up the cinematographer for The Princess Bride, because that was pretty good. Uh, Adrian Biddle, who did Aliens, Willow, Thel- Thelma and Louise, Judge Dredd.
0: Pretty good filmography.
2: Yeah, The Mummy.
1: Yeah. But there is one other problem with all these uh-huh. casting decisions. Movies like this, the common mode of blockbusters, especially in live-action blockbusters, is that you use the actors to sell the movie rather than using the movie to sell the movie. Right. So all of these characters are going to be played by really big-name Hollywood actors.
2: Timothy Chalamet, and Zendaya. Oh
0: my fucking god! You didn't have to say it. <laughs> Those are the young people of our time. Regardless,
2: they would take it very seriously.
1: This is. I'm just saying. We, we're we not casting for that, but I think that all three of us should recognize that that is going to be the reality. Yes, of course. Okay.
2: We're naming some pretty big people. We didn't just say no names, which we all seem to lean towards.
1: That's true. Okay, anyway, what's, what's after the casting?
2: I think we're getting to the story. Hold on.
1: Oh, shit. Hold on, I'm going to turn on this lamp.
2: Yes, we're on to the story. And, uh... I think that it's worth talking both about the what we imagine will be the actual and also our ideal. Crystal, would you like to start us off?
0: I think it would make sense for Link to be an outsider to Hyrule like he is in Zelda 1.
2: Mm, or the Twilight Princess and manga. He,
0: yeah, have him open with save saving Impa. So, you know, he saves the cat. He's a sympathetic hero. Mm-hmm. And then Impa gives them a mission to save Hyrule.
2: This is what you think will be the movie or your idealized
0: form. That's my idealized form.
2: And do you have an actual expectation?
0: I, I genuinely don't know cuz the all the games are too big to really be adapted.
2: Mm-hmm. Unless they're doing multi-part.
0: Unless they're doing multi-part.
1: Surely they wouldn't
0: dare. They might dare. <laughs>
2: The Mario movie made a billion dollars.
1: The Does this serve as an origin story for an ongoing narrative? Or is it one entry in an anthology series in the way that the Legend of Zelda series typically is?
2: Will we have to fit it on the timeline?
1: Shut up. <laughs> we will have to fit it <laughs> on the timeline, yes. No. Okay, I'm not going to discount that. We'll watch it first. <laughs> I don't think it'll be an anthology series. You Probably think not. An on on. A- If they make more than one of these movies, God forbid, you think that they will be a continuous episodic narrative? Yes.
2: I think that Hollywood and Miyamoto still think that this is a video game, a Nintendo video game, and therefore the demographic target is 9 to 13. Boys. Boys. (laughs) Gotta aim for girls too, sort of. Get the girl... Girl, think is a boy. Rah, rah. I know. Zelda will go in and do do some flips.
1: Oh god. Is Zelda going to be <laughs> the strong princess archetype that
2: Yes, the competent one.
1: It's just like
2: the Mario movie. Is
1: that like the archetype that Shrek was making fun of? Yeah. But played perfectly straight cuz everybody missed the point of Shrek.
2: Uh-huh. But most of the Disney movies these days.
1: Is is Zelda going to be Fiona Crystal?
0: Yeah, I think Zelda will be a
1: Fiona. Does that mean, uh, which would mean she's just like Peach in the Super Mario Brothers movie.
0: Yeah, she'll use magic and Link will use swords. Do you expect Link
1: to be as schlubby as Mario was in the Illumination Mario
0: movie? No, Link's going to be a a heroic figure.
1: (laughs) No big training montage needed where he's trying to live up to the standards of the princess.
0: He might be trained in the ways of the knights instead of being, you know, a uh, a hick with his uh, un- unhoned finding style. Did you watch that Mario
1: movie, Crystal? Yes. Okay. I still think about that sometimes, about how they made Peach so competent, and she was the one who trains Mario. She's clearly the most competent protagonist in the movie, but she doesn't get to be the hero.
2: No. No, because the hero is Mario.
1: What are the odds that that happens again in this movie?
2: Like 95 100%.
1: Okay, Monica says 95. Crystal says 100. Yeah, I think it's about 100.
2: Cameron, please go over what you anticipate. Your idealized and then the actuals.
0: Has Crystal done actuals? Yeah,
1: Yeah. I did. Okay.
0: I said I don't know.
1: Yeah, fair. My ideal version of this story would be a very quiet, somber look at the end of the journey where you see the effects on the people that link walks by it's almost like a whole bunch of miniature vignettes tiny stories told in short form leading up to the conflict directly with ganon and almost none of it has spoken dialogue that's it that's that's my ideal version it needs to be kind of weird kind of a weird movie Hmm. and ganon needs to be super scary okay what do i think it's going to look like it's going to be a very typical Hollywood adventure movie um, in the style of Marvel movies. Like Crystal said, I think that they're not going to play directly to the story of Breath of the Wild or Ocarina or any of the others. Because Do we agree that Breath of the Wild and Ocarina are the two uh, flinchpin stories of the series? Like Those are one of the two that you would go to for a story.
2: Yeah. Yes.
1: And either one of them, For all the jokes that we make about the brevity of both stories, they're way too big to fit into a 120-minute movie. I know you don't quite agree with that about Breath of the Wild, Crystal, but generally speaking, they're too big to adapt meaningfully. Yes. So I think that what they're going to do is they're going to make a very Hollywood version of the Ur-Zelda story, which is The Legend of Zelda. Ganon kidnaps Zelda. Link goes to rescue Zelda. That's it. Maybe that's only the latter two acts of the movie, or maybe it's just the last act of the movie, but that, that is how it's going to work. Okay. Is that, is that too pessimistic? No. I think that's accurate. Now, Monica, what do you think? Or what's your ideal?
2: My ideal is Link is the only primary actor in the movie. He, is going, he, he arrives at a dungeon, let's say the water temple, or a water temple. Uh, he goes through the water temple, there's like a Dark Link figure he can fight, I guess, for like interestingness. Uh, as he journeys, there's flashbacks, maybe both to the the sage of the temple. I don't know, him, him training, his experience encountering Zelda and his experience encountering Ganondorf. Uh, he beats the boss and that's the end. He walks off into the sunset to the next temple. I will concede if they really want more dialogue than <laughs> none at all, except for in the flashbacks. Put in a Navi character, which I guess for purposes of casting a big uh, Hollywood celebrity, Sandra Bullock was she the one that played Tink? No,
1: who was it who played Tink and Hook? I could not begin to tell you.
2: I don't know. They're going to look at who's played a tiny fairy person and then cast that that biggest uh, Hollywood actress as Navi. Uh huh. But no, but idealized, it's just Link. He's just chomping through a dungeon.
1: And the way you think it will happen.
2: And the way I think it will happen. Okay, okay. Setting. New York.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh. Link. I, I could hear Crystal's ears perking up from across the continent. <laughs>
2: Link, it's a shit kid punk uh, kid in school getting kicked out or getting detention for, I don't know. Using a a slingshot. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) One day, uh, he goes to his Nintendo Switch (laughs) 2.
1: And he boots up the Nintendo Switch online service.
2: Mysterious (laughs) message for him. And then he's zapped into the Nintendo Switch 2.
0: And, like, the principal at the school is playing the the king... And, like, the girl he likes is playing Zelda. Yeah.
2: No, the principal is Ganondorf.
0: <laughs> oh, the principal is Ganondorf. Okay. Oh, the principal is Ganondorf. Absolutely.
2: And his homeroom teacher is the king.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the homeroom teacher is, like, the only one that's a little nice to him. Uh-huh. Now hold on a second. And then
2: I... the lunchroom lady.
1: Oh, yeah, that would make sense. She's like, are you eating okay in the real world?
2: <laughs> and, uh, um, yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, everybody assumes he's Link, Link. And he's like, no, Link, I played this game. Or, you know, I was waiting to play this game. And no, they're like, no, you're Link. You've been in, you know, the town and whatever. You got to get the Master Sword. And he's like, oh, I could do this. I did it in the previous video games that I've played. (laughs) And then, and then he, he goes and gets the Master Sword. He saves his crush, uh, might have a kiss on the cheek. Uh, the principal uh, he beats—they're all zapped into the real world.
1: Okay. The,
2: the principal walks in; he's got detention. Uh, the Zelda, his his schoolgirl crush, who's the the popular uh, queen of the school, uh, saves him and uh, uh, spares him from detention or suspension. He goes home to play that- the Nintendo Switch too.
0: But then in the final shot of the movie you see the triforce on his hand in the real world. Yes,
2: and, and on the, the principles. And, and Yeah, it's like
0: it's like the whole thing is like it was all a dream,
1: right? And then the last shot is the principal looking down at his hand and there's the triforce. And the evil left. <laughs> yeah. Okay. One <laughs> One. <laughs> One. This kind of portal fantasy is 30 or 40 years out of date. Two, this actually kind of whips ass.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this would be good.
1: I don't think Miyamoto will allow it, but it'd be good. It's very much in the style of the 1993 Super Mario Brothers movie.
2: I would like to point out that the Mario Brothers recent movie was also a portal fantasy. That's true. So this is not entirely out of the window.
1: Okay. You definitely have the most... It... (laughs) Of the three of us, I hope yours is the one.
2: <laughs> Did you like the Nintendo Switch 2 plug?
1: Yes.
0: I've, yes. I've, I've, Good. It's, it's essential. I'm going to pitch some scenes, and you tell me if you think this might be in the movie. Okay. okay. Link has just, like, overcome his first major challenge- and he stumbles into a bar, and as he's walking to the table, the the tavern bard is singing, Link, He Come to Town. Oh, my Jesus. Yeah, that's going yeah, to happen. Yeah, probably. Okay. And, uh, no, but it's, it it's, it's, who's who plays the tavern bard? Um, Chris Pratt. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. Chris Pine.
1: No, not even that. Um, it, Give me just a second. Give me just a second. I gotta look this up. Uh, da, 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 da. It should totally be by, uh, oh, I don't know if I'm going to say this right, Serge Tankian. Who is? Who's that? He is the
0: he's the lead vocalist of System of a Down. Oh, there we go. Absolutely. That's the right choice. Okay.
2: Was System of a Down? The actual singer's... No.
0: No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Absolutely That was the not.
2: misnamed one when you downloaded it from Kazar Napster. Yes. Okay.
0: Okay. Here's scene two. Uh, Link is supposed to escort Zelda somewhere. But they get separated. And when Link goes to the rendezvous points, the person he's supposed to meet says, are you Zelda? He says, no, my name is Link. Yeah, that'll happen.
2: Well, I had another idea just come to mind.
1: Okay.
0: In
2: my, my uh, actualized movie thing. Oh, okay. Uh, Link kind of sucks at being a hero. Zelda is going around his cheek. Uh, Your school crush is the super competent gymnast or whatever.
1: Okay, yeah. I like that. Uh, Is she going to be in the movie?
2: Yes. Because it'll be this girl power angle.
1: Okay, Crystal. uh, What's scene three? Please continue. I I didn't have
0: a scene three.
2: (laughs) At the bar, Link should order some milk. Or that's all he'll
0: qualify for absolutely and it's it's uh talon at the bar it's like give me the strongest stuff you got and the bartender just passes him some milk charles martinet is the bartender
1: the live action charles yeah okay yeah that's so many layers for this joke crystal do you anticipate that they'll do somebody calling link by zelda thing
0: absolutely okay
1: how many memes and end jokes can they fit into this movie i'm guessing a lot
0: What's some, what's some other super funny Zelda memes and in-jokes? Um, I mean, we'd have to go back to the
1: 90s-era casual homophobia. Excuse me, princess? That's a good one, yeah. Or somebody mistaking Link for a girl would be one of those.
2: Link will blow up a wall and the, the secret jingle will play.
1: Because the wall pieces actually hit a bunch of tubular bells. Sure.
0: Do you think they will do the Link getting an item shot?
1: Oh, they they can't not. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Do you think that... You know, I'd be pretty into them having like the formal characteristics of the video games. Oh, so like you get the full da da na 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 na
1: na 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 -na 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 when he's reaching into the chest. Yeah. And like Scott
0: Pilgrim style, when Link gets hit, his hearts go down.
1: Okay. Now we're... This is turning into an interesting movie. Yeah. And this would... I'm saying the video game adaptation should do this more. This would fit very well with Monica's vision of what the movie is going to be like, which it totally won't, by the way.
2: Like a humor-toned, like, Scott Pilgrim...
1: It's a a kid's movie. Uh Uh-huh. A movie made for kids.
2: Not too serious.
1: Not too serious. It can't be too serious.
0: Because Zelda's not that serious.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we'll go with that.
0: Zelda's always had a sense of humor.
1: That is true, yes.
2: The Dark is, um... Cut by humorous moments or cartoon graphics.
0: Someone will definitely say the line, It's dangerous to go alone, take this. Mm
2: -hmm. It's a secret to everyone.
0: It's a secret to everyone. It's a secret to everyone. (laughs) There's so many opportunities for funny memes and references. Will
1: somebody misspell Ganon's name with three N's?
0: (laughs) They might. They might.
1: God. There's a certain, there's a portion of our younger listener base who's listening to this stuff and going, what the hell are they talking about?
2: Kids, there still, there still is, there used to be, but I think there still is a website in which the guy running it wanted to make fun of the people who misspelled Gannon's name. Yeah. And that meme was Gannon Band. Yeah. I, you had to be there, I guess.
0: You had to be there. It was a dumb website. But it was at least a website. It had an aim. Does Link wear the hat? Yes. No shot. It's it's hard to make it look good in live action. The
1: thing about Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom is that they've established that Link doesn't have to wear the hat. The bigger question is, does Link wear the tunic? Hmm. And if he wears the tunic, does he wear the white pants to go with it? Do they do classic style Link, which is, I'm going to guess very much what Miyamoto would want, or do they go with the new era Link?
0: No, it's going to be chainmail Link.
1: So you think, wait, Chainmail Link describes Twilight Princess Link.
0: Yeah, his I think it will be that Link without the hat. He needs the side locks, though. Those are essential.
1: Those are essential. His, his way-too-long sideburns uh, have been a staple for the character the entire time. He needs uh-huh. to look shaggy. He's a shaggy boy.
2: In my high school version, or, or whatever school version... Uh, yes, there will be much. He will put on the the clothes and go. Ugh.
1: Oh, that kind of thing where it's like DMC, Devil May Cry, where he puts on the actual outfit and goes, not in a million years. Yes. Yeah.
0: He'll pick up a pot
1: and throw it.
2: Some chickens will chase him.
0: Chicken chaser.
1: Yeah. I, will he be attacked by cuckoos?
2: Absolutely.
1: Yes. Will he trick a Moblin into getting to hitting Cuckoos and the Cuckoos beat up the Moblin as a callback to the Cuckoos beating up Link earlier? Yes. Yes. Okay.
2: In fact, it might be a very pivotal moment.
0: Oh. Here's a big question. Is the Triforce in the movie?
2: Only in the end stinger.
0: The Triforce is
1: the computer chip on which the game is printed. Yes. It can't be
0: in a movie.
2: Unless it's the computer chip that pulls you into the world.
0: Yeah, the, the Triforce pulled them into Hyrule. The Triforce is in the <laughs> Nintendo Switch 2.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Miyamoto would do like call it a Triforce chip. The Triforce processor and the Nintendo Switch 2. Yeah, if
1: he was in charge, he would do that. Yep.
2: Yeah. T-R-I would be capitalized. Maybe even F. Yes. Maybe with a dash.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but for real- Real. That was for real. I know, I know. For real. Is that all the formal topics? Yes. Let's circle back around for just a second. What do we think this movie is really going to be like?
2: You mean I, you haven't been won over by my vision?
1: I love your vision. <laughs> if that's how it was, great.
2: The sad thing is if this movie was made in like the 80s, 90s, that's how it would be.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do we... But do we still think it's going to be a fantasy Marvel movie? Yes,
0: yes. I think this will most resemble Thor Ragnarok.
2: Ragnarok.
0: Yeah, the the uh, it'll be be a little funny. Miyamoto likes jokes. Miyamoto does like some jokes. Well, I don't think it's going to be a very serious fantasy film.
2: I would hope for Thor three rather than Thor one. I
1: guess we're going to come back around to the era where people the. Pre-Twilight Princess era, the Wind Waker era, where people wanted Zelda to look like Lord of the Rings.
0: Foolish. Foolishness.
1: That is big foolish. But it's going to come back.
2: The Legend of Zelda, directed by Peter Jackson.
0: No. No. (laughs) I don't think he could do it. He lost. I think even The Fellowship of the Ring
1: was a fluke success. I think... That if you can't adapt The Hobbit, which is a story very similar in Uh terms of whimsy to The Legend of Zelda, you're...
2: (laughs) Oh, I wasn't looking forward to it. He has kind of uh, shat the bed.
1: I'm not going to say he's not a good filmmaker or anything like that. He just hasn't inspired confidence in me and his ability to adapt children's fantasy.
0: Oh, here's a question. Is Link left-handed?
1: I mean, Miyamoto will make sure that the answer is yes. The only reason Link is right-handed in these past few games is because he's not the one heading these games.
0: You know what? We talk a lot of shit about Miyamoto, but at least he made Link left-handed. At
1: least he made Link left-handed. But he's not responsible for Link's earrings. That's Koizumi. Oh,
0: Will Link have earrings? Will
1: Link have earrings? And will that be something that another character makes fun of him for? Or is that too 90s?
0: That's two ninety. That's two ninety. Okay.
1: Guys having earrings is cool nowadays.
0: Yeah, guys can wear earrings. It's not that weird anymore.
1: Depending on where you live, anyway.
2: Machine yeah. Gun Kelly wanted to be Link.
1: I don't know anything about Machine Gun Kelly.
2: He has piercings. He that? dated somebody. I don't know. What the
1: f- Somebody? Who's somebody? Don't even bother answering. Don't look this up. It's fine.
2: I'm looking it up.
1: We've done our due diligence in telling everyone that the Zelda movie is coming out. If you've somehow not seen it on news websites or our podcast is the only way that you get Zelda news, now you know they're making a live action Hollywood Zelda movie in partnership with Sony Pictures. It's being written by the guy that wrote Jurassic World, directed by the guy who directed The Maze Runner, and produced by the guy who ran Spider-Man into the ground three different times. Monica's looking at her phone so confused she can't find out who Machine Gun Kelly was dating.
2: Megan Fox. Huh. I don't know.
1: Interesting. What if Megan Fox plays Zelda? She likes video games.
2: Does she? She could
1: play Zelda. She could play Zelda as long as she doesn't do the voice acting for Zelda. You're going to dub Megan Fox? No, I mean, if this was an animated film, she couldn't play Zelda. But as a live action film, she might be able Because she's a pretty good live action actor.
0: But as a voice actor, she's not very good. Okay. What do we do now? I feel like we're. Do we have anything else to say about the upcoming Legend of Zelda motion picture? I wish it wasn't happening. I'm glad that it's happening. Why are you glad that it's happening? It'll be interesting, and
1: we'll get to talk about it. We will get to talk about it, but do you really think it'll be interesting? Yeah. Like, will it be interesting as an event, or will it be interesting as a movie?
0: It will be interesting to see what adaptational choices they make. Okay.
1: I guess that's fair. Do you, th- you, do you think it re- has more room to be interesting than the Mario Brothers movie did?
0: Yes, because Mario doesn't have a story. That
1: is often true, yes.
0: Especially under Miyamoto's direction.
1: That's especially doubly true, yes. This movie's going to be under Miyamoto's direction.
0: And Miyamoto might be light on story when it comes to the Zelda games, but there's more story in early Zelda than there is in Mario. That's
1: very true. There's probably more story in early Zelda than there is in modern Mario. Yeah. I guess that's kind of what this podcast is about.
2: Link is going through Varuta. There's a cute girl in his memory that he can only somewhat remember. He meets her at the end. That'd be pretty good.
1: He meets her at the end and she's dead.
2: She's dead. Yes.
1: That'd be pretty good. I, if
0: Link is amnesiac and he has memories of Zelda, but he doesn't meet her until the last act, that'd be pretty good.
1: She, she said Faruta. She's talking about Mifa.
2: Yes, this is a movie for Cameron.
0: Oh, Mifa Link.
1: He's crying, but he doesn't know why. He, he doesn't know why. He touches. He sees that his he he rubs at his eyes and sees his fingers are
0: wet, and he's just very confused by it. Last question: Is there time travel in this movie? No.
2: There is travel to a video game.
0: What about you, Crystal? Okay. From modern um, era. It would be complicated it, if they involve time travel, but it could also be interesting. It would complicate the movie so much.
2: How about this? This is, again, a 90s movie premise or an odds. Link is a shit kid uh, about 10 years old. And he does the Ocarina of Time time travel, but it's literally actually like a 10 year old. Like the 17 or adult Link is play, is a 10 year old's mindset.
1: Like in Big.
2: I've never seen Big.
1: That'd be a good concept. It's a pretty strong High concept. Hijinks ensue. I mean, that's just the game, right? That's us playing as adult Link.
0: Yeah. I think. So that'd be a good way to adapt it.
2: I think a lot of people who played Ocarina of Time and were young at the time thought like oh we're big now like we're, we're adults not realizing that he's still a shit kid
1: yes i think a very it, serious shit kid yes but i think that that's perfect because that should be link's perspective too it's like oh i'm an adult now yes and he doesn't realize that he's still acting like a 10 year old uh-huh this is good And
0: then you can make majora's mask
1: <laughs> then you can make majora's mask okay i've got one more question Okay. Assume they have to make an adaptation of The Legend of Zelda. There's no way around it. If we don't make an adaptation of The Legend of Zelda, a meteor is going to smash into the earth and kill us all.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: But you, that is you, Crystal, or you, Monica, or you, Cameron, are exclusively in charge of what that looks like, that adaptation. It can be, okay. it can be anything you want. There are no limitations on you. What is your personal adaptation to video
0: of the legend of zelda look like for me it would be very video gamey in nature Mm -hmm. it would draw attention to the artifice of the world and it would be a pretty simple adventure about gathering the pieces of the triforce to destroy ganon that makes
1: sense Would do you see this as a movie or a television
0: series a movie okay okay I don't trust TV, because th- they make the TV shows like 10-hour movies now. You're making it. Instead of a real TV show. You're making it, Crystal. Yeah. If you say make I mean, it like a TV show, they'll do it. Uh, no, I want
1: a movie. Okay, fair enough. Monica, what would yours look like?
2: A series of animated shorts. Not even full episodes.
1: Like Tartakovsky's Clone Wars.
2: Yes, which is mostly unvoiced. And our
1: clips of
2: of, as I've posed to you, Link through his journeys, sometimes saving somebody who needs help, I don't know, you know, escorting a cart person to town when there's like shadow ninja people behind trying to set the cart on fire, going to a dungeon, (laughs) winning the dungeon, Uh, intercut with some flashbacks where there are more voice lines. Link never speaks. How the other people might not speak in in English or Japanese, uh, very mood atmospheric.
0: I think that might go ahead, Crystal. Um, actually, they—if it were up to me—they wouldn't make it in Hollywood. They would make it in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yes,
2: agreed. This would be animated, like
0: we would lo- Japan, uh, uh, an, Japan
2: and Korea and yeah, wherever
1: an anime Legend of Zelda. Or would you also like a live-action Japanese Zelda movie, Crystal?
0: I would like a live-action Japanese Zelda movie. What would
1: it look like? Does it look like the Link to the Past commercial?
0: Um, Because that
1: Ganon puppet was really sick, actually.
0: Yeah, it might look something like that commercial.
2: If full-on animated show series, then I would say by Madhouse.
1: The reason that Monica brings this up is that two of the... Shows we've been watching recently. We just finished watching Hunter Hunter and we're currently caught up with Freerin Beyond Journey's End have both been done by Madhouse. But I think that Madhouse also has some labor issues. Oh,
2: deal with the labor issues, then Madhouse.
1: Um, I I think that I would also like a mostly episodic series dealing with adventures. I I would want it to be an anime. I would want it to be a cartoon. It's got to be a cartoon. Give me 26, maybe 52 episodes, and just have it. There's an overarching narrative, but most of the episodes themselves are strictly self contained and episodic. Sort of like if Samurai Jack had an end that it was actually going toward.
0: And uh, go ahead. You're describing the 89 cartoon. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you? No, I'm not.
1: They have to actually. You want that, but good. They have to actually be making progress. Link is going on a journey, so he's always moving. He he's not just locked into a time loop where they return to the end of the stat to the same status quo at the end of the episode. The status quo needs to change little by little with every episode. I just want a good adventure story. You know, I just want a good adventure story that's given enough room to breathe and to be something in this world that's been established telling a story in a way that the video games can't i agree that we need to lean into the artifice of the setting in the same way that the legend of zelda games are diegetically video games like press z to look at me and then press a to talk to me right that's a that's just a thing in Zelda. yeah but i i want to lean into that artifice a little bit with um Cinema in the same way like if Navi was in the movie she should slam into the camera at some point You know just something like that. I'm not a creative person when it comes to movies So I couldn't come up with that as easy, but I I would want that I, I I just want something interesting and a little bit more long form And of course, I want it to be a cartoon. That's what I want out of Zelda and I'm not getting it
0: They've refused to give me what I want z target cursor on the screen inventory When Link switches items, the inventory menu is on the screen.
2: So sort of, you know, like that movie from the comic that I didn't read or watch.
0: What the hell are you talking about?
2: With the guy and the girl friends and dating a minor.
0: Oh, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. (laughs) Scott Pilgrim do be dating a high schooler. That do be happening.
2: I, I... no, it was meant to be some sort of a something, but I bounced off of the initial premise of that. Monica got, really I mean, that's
1: literally the first panel.
2: Yeah, first couple panels, and I'm like, well, no.
1: Monica's like, I do not have time for this man, Scott Pilgrim. No. Dating high schoolers from Toronto.
2: It's set in Toronto, okay, i am said in Toronto. That just
1: means this girl might be going to my high school.
2: Uh, anyway.
1: How do you find Scott Pilgrim, Crystal? It's pretty good.
2: I hear that the latest one is sort of like a commentary on the...
0: Yes, it is an an alternate... It's the child timeline of Scott Pilgrim. It's the Evangelion re-something. The thing about Scott Pilgrim dating a high schooler is that he's not, like, predatorily targeting a high schooler. It's more that, like, she came to one of his band shows and just kind of stuck around. And because Scott is a coward, he never told her to, like, go away... So now she thinks that she's dating him, and he's like, kind of just letting it happen again because he is a coward. It's actually a it's it it
1: has some interesting character writing in it.
2: I did not have time for that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's that's completely understand. If that's over the line for you, completely understandable.
2: I don't. I was also waiting for some sort of other thing to hook me in. To convince me. Because, like, you can deal with topics and that was two pages. levels of violence or other things.
1: You know how, Crystal, you know how anime gets the two-episode test? Yeah. Uh, Scott Pilgrim got the two-panel test. <laughs> <laughs> and that fool fucking failed.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah.
1: Oh, man. oh, It's good just to shoot the shit sometimes, you know?
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. I
1: appreciate this a lot more now that I'm back in school and I've got all kinds of shit that I need to be doing. And I'm worried about traveling down next year for my brother's wedding. And all these regular stressors are piled up. But god damn, it feels good to sit down and shoot the breeze for a little while.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. I hope that uh, to anyone listening who is very excited about the Zelda movie, we share the same hopes. Though We,
1: we don't want to poo-poo on anybody's <laughs> no. potential excitement.
2: Be excited and hopeful.
1: I hope you're right.
2: I hope you're right.
1: I hope you love it, even if we hate it. Because what you do with that movie is a lot more important than what Hollywood does with that movie. Yes. Just like with the Legend of Zelda games proper. or Crystal, there hasn't been a good Legend of Zelda game released since 1-2 Spirit Tracks. They've released good Legend of Zelda games. They haven't released great ones. Okay. Oh. They haven't released good... In the, they have not released ones that live up to the quality standards of Zelda.
0: Yeah, what they need to do is invent, uh, I need Pura's de-aging potion that turns me into a, a 12-year-old again. So th- so I can get into Breath of the Wild. So you can
1: cut your eye teeth on this new style of Zelda and go in without expectations. Yeah. Learn to enjoy, walk uphill, pick up rock, put down rock, walk downhill.
2: I'm, I'm so amused by West Ball having made that tweet. Shortly after Spirit Tracks came out,
1: the motherfucker loves Spirit Tracks, it's just a fact. You know what? Maybe this movie. What if this movie's a Spirit Tracks adaptation? That'd be amazing. I would lose my fucking mind.
0: You know what kids love? Is trains. Kids love trains and ghosts. And Zelda. And Miyamoto loves trains. <laughs> and ghosts.
2: <laughs> and Zelda hanging out with you and freaking out. And, you know, being an emotional pivot through it.
1: Spirit Tracks is the best Hollywood Zelda. Yeah. Oh,
2: shit. And then you have, like, somebody exceptionally corny play... What's the bad guy's name?
1: Uh, The advisor. Oh, Cole? Cole. Chancellor Cole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Some strong
2: comedic actor.
1: Just go in for what the fans want and have Chancellor Cole played by Danny DeVito. Yes. Finally. Finally, good casting in a Nintendo movie. Okay, I'm back on board. I'm buying three tickets. <laughs> I'm buying six tickets to see this movie. Oh, if it, if the first thing we hear is, is, it is the train whistle blowing over the wide world. Hell yeah. Hell yeah.
2: Are they going to see a train?
1: No, it's going to be a miniature that they superimpose the actors onto. Oh my God. Hell yeah. Make it a real movie. Let's fucking
0: go. Crystal, where can we find you online? You can find me on Twitter at Arcane Crystal and on Patreon at Arcane Crystal, where you can listen to this podcast one week early. This podcast is hosted on audioentropy.com. If you go to that website, hit the About section, you will find a link to our Discord where you can talk to us about the show. You can also find me on the podcast Eidolon Playtest, an actual play podcast where people have Eidolons, Magical Predictions. Magical projections of their soul with superpowers like JoJo stands or personas. I by the time you hear this, the my mini-series Eidolon Oyster, which I gm will be fully out. It's about Eidolon doctors in a hospital dealing with medical drama and perhaps even a medical mystery. Ooh. Ooh. And you're on letterboxed. And on letterboxed at Arcane Crystal. Do you want to hear a movie joke? I love movie jokes. This comes in from upjoke.com slash movie dash jokes. Just watched a pirated movie. On a scale of 1 to 10, I'd give it a 3.14. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> the pirated I got movie. it. It's pirated. Yay! <laughs> oh, that's
1: silly.
2: I was waiting for like it was rated R.
1: <laughs> that's not the same. All right, good night, everybody. Bye. Bye. night. がしんのなどときアクション